Hey lovelies, welcome to All About Aesthetics. I'm your host, Emily Bartell, and I'm so excited you're here today. We're going to dive into aesthetics with one of my favorite aesthetic nurses, Amberly Williams. We went to nursing school together and we started our aesthetics journey at the same time. So I'm so excited she's here. Let's dive in. Thanks so much for coming on All About Aesthetics. Amberly, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I love just hearing from other injectors and providers, just their journey into aesthetics and um, any tips and tricks that you would uh, give somebody that is new into this industry. But first, let's just jump into kind of your journey. I just want to hear how you got into aesthetics. I know it, but for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Um, so I always knew I wanted to go to nursing school, do aesthetics. Um, I just didn't kind of know how to get into that field. I had actually worked in a med spa before I started nursing school and all throughout nursing school doing spray tanning. Um, and that's kind of where I was introduced into aesthetics. So I worked for an aesthetic nurse and she kind of you know, showed me the ropes on, you know, how to get into aesthetics. She would let me come in on procedures, kind of teach me things because she knew, you know, this is what I wanted to do. So even though, you know, not having my nursing degree and only doing spray tanning, I was, you know, starting to get exposed to that environment, which opens up a lot of doors. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, from nursing school, then you have to start, you know, applying to places, which was honestly the hardest part because a lot of medical spas don't really promote that they're hiring. It's kind of up to you to reach out to them, kind of take that initiative. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, you get told no a lot, <laughs> um, but it does work out and you end up where you're supposed to end up. And I had just reached out to other injectors, kind of asked for their input on things, any advice they would have, you know, if they were hiring and, you know, things like that. So you definitely kind of have to take that initiative. Um, and I had just come in contact with some other injectors around the area and they kind of led me, you know, in the right direction of what, you know, textbooks to study or, you know, people to follow, anatomy to know and things like that. And then obviously once you get started, you know, where you end up, then it's a totally different, you know, avenue of, you know, getting your hands on the products and injecting them, which is totally different from just, you know, learning anatomy and learning how things look in textbooks, um, kind of getting a feel for things. But um, ended up working at a med spa out of nursing school, uh, very fortunately, and kind of got, you know, some good experience there. Um, so definitely just, you know, reaching out to people, um, getting told no a lot, but you'll, you know, end up where you're supposed to end up. Yeah, no, definitely. Breaking into this industry is incredibly hard, and I feel like more and more people are trying to, you know, figure out where to even begin, and uh, I feel like one of the hardest parts for me was just, like, mentally, like, just, I felt like it was such a, I don't know, dream job of mine. I felt that I was, my own psyche was, like, my biggest enemy, <laughs> It was like, oh, but look at all these other amazing injectors. There's just so many in the industry. And 
there really is, I feel, enough room for all of us. And oh, yeah. patients, you know, they did a study a couple of years ago that only 1% of people actually get aesthetic services. And so I just think that that is such an untapped, um, such a huge amount of people that, you know, don't even get these services. So there's plenty of room for everyone. But uh, no, that's that's awesome. So as you all know, I think I mentioned in my last podcast that Amberly and I went to nursing school together. <laughs> we were in the trenches. Uh, oh, yes. What was the hardest part of just that, you know, ending nursing school and then starting your first position? Like, how was that interview process? What was what was the hardest part of like actually like having the courage to go and you know, do an interview and try to break into this industry? I mean, it's a little bit nerve wracking, especially in this industry. I mean, it's already scary enough being a new grad nurse um, in the hospital. But, you know, in the aesthetics industry, like you were saying, so many of these nurses or, you know, nurse practitioners, doctors, you know, just injectors everywhere have done this for so long. And you're coming into this, you know, very new, very fresh And so it is a little bit scary, you know, not knowing a lot about this industry because it's not something we've learned in nursing school. We don't learn about, you know, how to administer Botox or filler or Mm -hmm. facial anatomy or anything like that. So essentially, you know, after nursing school, you're, you're learning everything, you know, all there is to do with aesthetics. Um, and so, you know, just kind of reaching out to people, I talked to other injectors and was, you know, kind of just asked, you know, what do, you know, employers look for? Um, because especially nowadays, I feel like it is hard to get a job in aesthetics straight out of school. It definitely can be done, um, because we've both done it, but it was not, you know, an easy journey to get here. And, you know, people will hire you for your personality and your passion and your dedication to this industry. So even if you are brand new, you know, just like we were, um, you know, we've worked in aesthetics, but not doing injectables or anything like that. Um, they will hire you for you because you can always train the injector. And so even thinking back to literally a year ago this month, when I started injecting, thinking how much I have learned is just like beyond crazy to me. Yeah. Like I couldn't even draw up Botox out of a vial without my hand shaking. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, okay, what, what is one unit? And it, yeah. everything was just like very scary. And mm-hmm. now just thinking back to the things that we do on a daily basis, like drawing up Botox and injecting Botox, how it just comes so like natural now. And to think, wow, like this was so hard for us, you know, mm-hmm. months ago. Um, kind of like in nursing school when I learned how to do manual blood pressure and I was like, wow, this was so hard for me like first semester. Um, but it's just crazy in how much, you know, little time you learn so much because I feel like I know so much, but also I feel like I know nothing because in this industry, everything, I mean, is ever changing. There's new products coming out. There's new techniques coming out and, you know, even the things that I did a year ago, starting out in aesthetics, there's some things, you know, I've kind of kept the same like technique wise. Um, but I've kind of learned just as I've done injections more like, oh, I, you know, I didn't really have good results with this or I didn't really 
like this or, you know, this product as much. And so you kind of just learn as you go. Um, and still, I mean, I'm changing things to this day. So it is ever changing. Oh, for sure. Uh, one thing that I saw on Instagram, I think it was like an hour ago, uh, but Erica Berry, who, if you're not following, is it Botox Bunny? Is her Instagram? Mm-hmm. Oh, Injector Bunny. Injector Bunny. Yes. yes. Uh, if you're not following her, she's an amazing resource to follow, but she said a huge uh, kind of tip that she gives new injectors is have every single person come back for a follow-up. And I just don't, well, first I can't believe people wouldn't have them come in for a follow-up, <laughs> but that is such a great, uh, you know, just to see great results, to see people that we could have done things differently. Cause I do feel like I've learned a lot of just how I do want to do things, how I don't want to do things, just kind of seeing after two weeks or four weeks with like filler or lasers, um, that that's a huge little tidbit to give someone new is don't be afraid of the follow-up and, you know, most things can be adjusted and corrected. And, um, so that's been big for me, uh, just starting out is always doing follow-ups. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, as far as what are some of the resources that you took advantage of before, getting started or as you got started books, you know, YouTube webinars, what has kind of been, uh, your top three things that really helped you kind of become educated and, uh, you know, just to help you start out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably say, you know, my number one, um, was, you know, an injector that I had reached out to. I had mentioned, I, you know, reached out to several other injectors, just kind of you know, introduced myself, said, you know, I'm going to be graduating nursing school. Aesthetics is what I want to do. Do you have any advice or tips or tricks? And, you know, the great thing about aesthetics is there's no right or wrong way to get into this field. Like I have so many people ask me, oh, like, is there a certification you have to have? Or did you have to go to this schooling? And I mean, in at least in the state of Oklahoma, you just need to be an RN, you know, have your nursing license. Um, But from that point on, there's so many different avenues you can take. You can work with someone who will train you. You can start somewhere and they'll bring in trainers and things like that. So there's so many different ways you can go about it. Um, But I had reached out to an injector and she helped me tremendously. Um, She gave me all the right people to follow, like on Instagram, um, Injector Bunny being one of them. Just all these injectors from around the world who post very educational content, whether it comes to anatomy or complications with injectables or just everything you need to know. And I'm still, I mean, going through my feed today, I'm like, wow, like I've never seen that. Or, you know, that just different things, you know, you would kind of learn from other people's mistakes or how they do things. Um, so definitely, you know, following the right people kind of being, you know, exposed to that environment, um, and then having good contact with other injectors. So the same injector, you know, that gave me all this information, I was able to keep in touch with her as well too. Um, so I actually had gone to her for my injectables. She's done my lips. She's done my Botox several times. And she was such a great mentor because, you know, like you were saying earlier, you know, there's, there's plenty of faces to go around in this world. And that was one thing that kind of stood out to me about her is she, you know, was it's community over competition. And so even though this is a very growing, you know, field, 
of, you know, aesthetics, there's still plenty of people to go around. And so we need to support each other as injectors and not think, oh, well, you know, she's taking, you know, my patients or, you know, whatever. Um, because it just makes this industry so much more fun and you can learn from each other. Like I've learned so many things from other injectors that I don't even work with. Um, some injectors that don't even live here. And so just having that community with other people, you know, whether it's down the road from you or in a different state to, you know, talk to about these things. Cause the way you do something may be completely different from how they do it. They may have some input, um, you know, so it's just great to have that, you know, community that you can talk to and then definitely textbooks. Um, there's a lot of great resources out there. Um, but I, you know, kind of just started with the basics. So I have a great anatomy textbook. It talks about all the different expressions of anatomy, how the muscles work, um, how, you know, depths of the muscles and the ligaments and arteries and vessels and all of that to kind of get a good foundation because you can, inject Botox and filler all day. But if you have no idea where you're putting things or how deep you're putting them, or you're injecting in an area where there's, you know, a huge amount of vessels, or you're like in a danger zone, you know, that then that doesn't really matter. You know, you need to know where you're injecting, why you're injecting something, not just the fact that you're injecting something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a bunch of technique books. So these gave very, very basic techniques to injecting Botox and filler. Um, But it was a great like starting point. So kind of how I was mentioning earlier, you know, you have to start somewhere. So a lot of these techniques I started out with, but they are your very basic techniques. So after starting with those, and you know, those are great. They work fine. But, you know, you want to advance your techniques, whether it's with Botox or filler. And so as I've kind of continued to inject, I've kind of found other ways or with trainings we've done, I'm like, oh, well, I like this. I'm going to start doing it this way. But to kind of get that good foundation, um, definitely there's, a, I mean, many great textbooks out there. Definitely an anatomy book. Um and then just Botox techniques, filler techniques, and those can be found. I got all of mine like on Amazon, um, but just a great, you know, overall foundation. Then when you start working, you can kind of, you know, learn from there. And even the books that I started with, I still reference back to, to this day. So definitely, um, worth the investment. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think that, like you've said, finding someone, whether they are a mentor to you or just somebody that is new like you, that you have another set of eyes, you have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of, um, that's been priceless for me. Just uh, for me, it's going to be obviously you (laughs) and uh, (laughs) Kelly Christensen at Soul Academy and Soul Aesthetics in Tulsa. She's been that for me. Just somebody that I knew, you know, she had experience and she is a trainer. She wants to help new people. She, uh, that's, you know, that's what she's passionate about. And I think for a new person, I would definitely recommend finding that person. And just so you feel like you're not alone, somebody that is going to support you and encourage you. Um, And if you reach out to people and they're not interested in that, then that's really not somebody, you know, that would be a great mentor for you because we all should be wanting to make each other safer and to help one another. And um, so I think that that's, that's definitely a great piece of advice is to have kind of a buddy to bounce ideas off of and 
just to kind of see how they did things. And I would be more than happy to share with anyone things that I ran into that were not great and different techniques that I wouldn't or would use. And that's another thing that I feel like in this industry was a huge misconception to me was that there's not just one way of, you know, putting Botox in the frontalis muscle. There are tons of different ways. Yes. Yes. And that's, that was such a misconception to me. And just with my personality, I'm like, okay, but how do I really do this? Like, what's the like real, real way of doing this? And it's not like everybody does things so differently. And I think you find what works best for you, what patients are really happy with. Um, that, that has been actually one of the most difficult things for me is it's not so like cut and dry. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, one person puts the units here for this, the other person puts them here for that. And, um, I think just all the trainings that we've done, uh, just, it has almost opened up Pandora's box. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. I had a trainer that did it this way. Is that not right? And it's not that it's not right. It's just a different way of doing it. And so that's why continued education and just different trainings with different trainers, I think is such a huge and beneficial thing for uh, just anyone. I mean, we're never going to stop learning. It's always, I mean, every month something new and different is coming out. It's it's crazy just, and the resources we have, YouTube, uh, books. I mean, books are like the last thing. You have YouTube, you have social media, you have free webinars, just, oh my goodness, endless amounts of training materials. And as you can, I would definitely recommend starting with a hands-on training. Um, I feel like I, that was one of the biggest things that gave me kind of a boost of confidence was doing a training before I was hired. Um, I paid for it out of my own pocket. Uh, it was, it was an investment, but I was thinking about this the other day. It's the same thing as like college. We spend money to go to college. It's the same. I mean, it's an extension of your education And I feel like every training is an amazing thing to put on your resume. You connect with other injectors that are on the same level as you and trainers. And so uh, that's been huge for me. I would definitely recommend taking a hands-on course, even before you're you're hired somewhere. Um, I know that a lot of injectors recommend taking a cadaver course before you get started. And that is definitely on my bucket list. I've never done one. Um, have you ever done one, Amberly? I have not. That is definitely up next on my list. hundred yeah. oh, percent. Sure. Oh, I would love it. So they're like four to $5,000 and so it's <laughs> definitely an investment, but that is like my next on my bucket list of trainings to do. Uh, is a cadaver course. So if somebody, you know, had the resources to do that, I definitely would recommend doing that right away or within the first year of injecting. It's, I think it would be so valuable to be able to actually see, you know, we took human anatomy and I took a cadaver human anatomy course um, Mm -hmm. when I was doing my gen eds and we unfortunately didn't get to do the face. And so I feel like that would be a huge asset to me to make me an even better provider. Uh, but that's definitely something I would recommend to someone new in the industry. Uh, I definitely want to hear from you. What are some of your favorite services that you're offering right now? And uh, it was crazy when you were saying that things are ever changing, because I feel like 
we started with PRP. PRP was great. We were doing skin pen and PRP, which it's still great. But now it's like, are exosomes better? <laughs> we're constantly changing and providing new things. And it's not that one thing's, you know, not as good as the other, or it may be, it's just that there's new technology and new products. Um, but what's one of your favorite treatments that you're doing right now? Oh, that's a hard one. Because <laughs> like, um, I feel like we do a little bit of everything right now. I mean, we do lasers, we do IV therapy, we do injectables, um, but they're all for, you know, different things. Lasers I love because, you know, you can do all the injectables, all the Botox, all the fillers, but, mm-hmm. you know, to have good skin health, um, you know, plays a huge factor in your overall, you know, how your skin looks and how things feel. And so I really do love a good laser treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I had to pick, you know, hands down one treatment that I love to do, it would probably be filler, Mm -hmm. um, lip filler to be exact. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So cliche, but I feel like with lips, you get to be very artistic, you know, cheek fillers, fun, chin fillers, fun. And I love the results from that because they're very like underrated areas. But with lips, everyone's lip anatomy is so different. Um, There's all different shapes of lips and size of lips and um, everyone's, you know, anatomy within their lips. I've seen, you know, videos on Instagram of, you know, certain vessels that are supposed to be, you know, somewhere on most people, but it's in a totally different area on, you know, someone that's being injected. And so you just have to pay very close attention to, I mean, any area you're treating, but, you know, lips, there's just so many vessels within the face, but with lips, you get to be so artistic with it. Um, and I think they're just very fun to do and they can make a huge difference on a person. Um, and just kind of boost that overall confidence kind of with, you know, any injectables, but I would definitely say that's probably my favorite. Yeah. What would your favorite be? Oh man. My favorite. Oh, So, you know, I went into nursing school with the goal of, you know, working in a medical spa, performing, you know, filler injectables, the more nurse geared treatments, which are, you know, my top favorites. I would say, though, the laser, it's, I mean, BBL and Halo is just wow. The results are wow. Um, And I've worked in a previous medical spa that did CO2 lasers, which were also amazing. I mean, that's a facelift in a laser. And I think that, like you said, we can fill and fill and fill all day long. But if their skin really needs, you know, a facial treatment like a laser, it's not going to look as good as you know, when you're using multiple modalities on somebody to really achieve good results. And so I would probably say starting, you know, with a facial treatment of some sort is my favorite kind of avenue, just because I feel like it makes the injectables look so much better. I feel like you don't need as many a lot of a lot of the time. Um, So it's just kind of they all work together. So I think that's the funnest part for me is drawing up that plan with multiple modalities for patients instead of just like, okay, let's do 20 units of Botox right there. No, we have, you know, your aging is never going to stop. We can slow it down, but it's never going to stop. And so this is a lifelong journey. And so that's probably the funnest part for me. But definitely BBL Halo is up on like top three And then multiple areas of filler. Mid-face is generally my favorite. Uh, Sculptra. I love, love, love Sculptra. Love me some Sculptra. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone needs Sculptra that's over the age of like 25. (laughs) So 
Uh, but yeah, those would be my top top uh, three things that I really love. Um, what do you have kind of a list? What are some future goals that you have as a provider? Like what's your five-year plan as far as like, what are some things you want to achieve? What are some trainings you want to go to? Um, where do you want to be in five years? Um, like you mentioned earlier, definitely a cadaver course. That is probably number one on my list right now. Yeah. Um, cause you know, I did take cadaver anatomy in high school. Um, and oh, that's cool. In high school? It was actually, it was, uh, like concurrent. So like college class. Oh, that's wow. So cool. Yeah. I didn't even know they and, offered that. And it was, I mean, it was amazing because like I said earlier, you know, textbook versus real life is totally different. And so getting to see, you know, real life bodies and the muscles and the bones and everything about it was so intriguing to me. And so I could only imagine what it would be like to be able to inject like injectables into a cadaver to see, you know, the way things flow, like where we're putting it in the face and how it sits and how it works with, you know, the natural aging process and everything. So it's definitely number one on my list. Um, And just, you know, growing in my career as an injector to where I feel you know, fully confident in everything that I'm doing. Cause I definitely, I mean, looking back on it, I'm so much more confident than I was, you know, from day one, but also there's still things I haven't done or things I haven't done a lot of, uh, that I would like to, you know, keep doing or advance my techniques on. So just keeping up with that education to always be up to date with things and feel confident in doing that. Um, you know, and just growing overall as a nurse, um, in aesthetics, but uh, speaking of trainings, I wanted to kind of talk about the training we did with Shelby Miller, who is a very well-known injector, um, because that was one of the things, you know, on my list. That was something I never thought I was going to be able to do, but it was on my list. Um, and we actually, uh, me and Emily did that together uh, was like a month or so ago yeah, beginning of january way yes. to kick off 2023 yes absolutely <laughs> and definitely another investment that was totally worth it mm-hmm. um just you know getting to hear her knowledge and she's what would she say like five years she's been yeah injecting, i mean is, i think it's like under 10 years i think it's like five six seven years yes and i mean she has her own med spa out in utah and she is just so knowledgeable um, just to hear her speak and hear her techniques. I mean, there's so many things that I learned that day with her that I now implement in my everyday career because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why did I never think of it like that? Or why have I not tried this? And there's, you know, that's why continuing education is just so important because there's so many things you don't know, um, you know, until you get to try them. And it was so awesome to be able to get, you know, that knowledge from her, but also that hands-on experience as well. And I feel like I got a lot of new information, like new techniques and new things, you know, I've never even heard of or learned about, but also a lot of things that I got, you know, confirmation on too. We would talk about a certain area and I'm like, oh, you know, this makes so much more sense. And um, so that was definitely a huge, uh, bucket list item of oh, mine to get to do. That was a training of a lifetime. I left that day like, okay, when am I going to Utah? When am I going <laughs> to another training with her? Yeah, she, she was amazing. And, you know, thinking back on that training, something I did take away from it 
besides just all of the amazing knowledge was her confidence. She's very confident and knows exactly what she's looking at. She knows every ligament, artery, vein, fat pad, muscle. She knows all of that in the face, <laughs> like the back of her hand which yes, yes. is another thing I took away. Like, oh, I felt like I knew a lot until I did this training. Yes. And it just, you, there's always room for improvement and learning more. And, and the last thing I really took away from that day is just overall her personality. And I do think that you, I always say with patients, we're dating and we're trying to make a connection. We're trying to see if it fits. I want you to be really happy. That's why we do follow-ups because we're dating and we need to make sure we're on the same page. And I think that that, you know, patients gravitate towards people that they, you know, mesh well with. But I just, that's something I noticed about Shelby is just her overall, she's one of those people you just really want to be around. And she's just an amazing provider. So that's another thing I took away. It's just, I would do all trainings with her, hands down. It was just an elevated treatment. Like we had had really good treatments. And then her treatment was like super elevated. (laughs) Knowledge base. Yes. You can tell she does like a cadaver course like every year. I think she does Mm -hmm. several a year. So you can just tell that what sets her apart from just kind of your average uh, provider. She's just totally elevated the game. So anyways, but uh, I am so thankful that you got on here and you've shared all of your knowledge. It's been awesome talking with you. Yes, we're friends outside of uh, All About Aesthetics, but... Uh, it's just so awesome to hear other providers and their journeys and everybody's journey is unique and different. And I just, I want this to be a community that everyone feels comfortable, you know, asking questions and talking about the hard things and the challenges of aesthetics. And uh, it's just so awesome to hear about your journey. If you are not uh, following Amberly on socials, you need to connect with her your Instagram handle. So you just changed it. Tell me again what it is. Uh, right now I have it as Ambi, like A-M-B-I, injects dot opal. Um, Ambi is my nickname. That's where that comes from. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Do you have anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Other than to, you know, uh, future injectors, people wanting to, you know, get into this field. Um, don't let anyone tell you, you can't do it. Don't let them tell you no. If you get no's, you move along and you'll end up, you know, where you're supposed to end up just like we did. Yeah. Well, that's definitely something that I even needed to hear today. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. I am so excited for the future of all about aesthetics, but I appreciate everyone and we will uh, chat soon again. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.